Yes, we have returned again uh, as, we, as we did to talk about uh, things as well as stuff. Anyway, so um, welcome to episode 42. 42? Right. I think it's 42. We'll call, and yes, we'll call it 42. We'll call it 42, which is the life, the universe, and yes. all that, right? Yeah. Yeah, so we were. But thanks again for everybody for listening. People are still yes. listening. It's great. Uh, I, I'm just happy people listen. Sure. You know, not that I care a lot. Again, we've mentioned that, but still. So yeah, we. Uh, uh, I guess looking around at things to do today, mm-hmm. and I looked at a, I looked on a gadget. I, there's a couple of places I look uh, for tech stories. If there's nothing big in the news, um, there's always something big in the news. We've yeah, been, well, we can't can't do we can't do Trump declaring trade wars on Canada every episode no and we can't redo uh, the, the, uh, the summit with North Korea yeah which is the on again off again on yeah. again off again yeah yeah but we can look at tech stuff and we do I usually look at a gadget I look at uh, the Daily Tech News show Reddit because um, there's always people posting things there so I steal their work um, and that kind of stuff so uh, on a gadget there was an article today about all the fake stuff Mm-hmm. On, on Amazon that's fulfilled by Amazon. Yeah. Right. So Amazon isn't technically the seller; they're the shipper. Yes, they're making sure the they they guarantee the fulfillment. They don't guarantee anything about the product. That's right. And you see this, and it was I don't know, there was some ridiculous number. Oh yeah. Like hundreds and thousands of clearly fake items. Yes, like just stupidly fake. Yeah. Yeah. Things that they, you know. Adidas doesn't sell things for twenty dollars, kind of example. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's there's that there's the, and I was mentioning just before we started recording. I've even seen things like in, in, in bicycle gloves, for example, that are like they should be you know hundred dollar bicycle gloves for eighteen dollars, and you look and you go, eh, the logo's wrong. That's not really the one. That these are not the gloves you're looking for. Um, and I have a I have a charger for my MacBook Air, that I bought on Amazon, and it's a it's a knockoff. Yeah. And, but it has an Apple logo on it, <laughs> which is great. And it looks just like it, and it feels yeah. the same. Yeah. Um, well, that's the thing. Like, you see, like, third-party or off-brand ones being made to look very similar. Mm-hmm. But it's like, and if it, if it didn't have an Apple logo and it just was the way it was, yeah. you wouldn't too, you wouldn't worry about it, right? No, of course not. Because, there's, like, they're not claiming it's something it's not. That's right. I mean, they're they're manufacturing it to look very similar, but they're not going that extra mile and putting someone else's logo on it to say. <laughs> and that's the yeah, thing that I'm, gets me, right? Yeah, we're actually you know Apple. And, and I mean, I read the little comments, the reviews on, on on Amazon. People are going, you know, this isn't OEM, but it works yeah. just as well. Don't worry about it. I didn't see any pictures of people posting, you know, um, I don't know, a fire, yeah, <laughs> you know, or something from it. So I, I'm perfectly happy with it. It's. I wanted an extra charger, and I got that one. I, originally, I got one for, for John's MacBook because it is uh, was like three years old, and they, they those things they things fray and stuff. So I just yeah. bought him one of those instead of going and spending a hundred bucks on, on an Apple one. And that's all fine, um, but you do see like the counterfeit uh, Apple earbuds. Yes, and they say that they're Apple earbuds, like yeah. it says they are, and you know they aren't because yeah. they cost nine dollars. Yeah, and yeah. Yeah, they just they don't end up looking quite right. Yeah, and they don't sound right. Yeah. Um, and I know on eBay they had going back to when I was selling stuff on eBay back. Jesus, when was that? Late nineties, early two thousands. 
they're a program there called Vero Verified uh, something rights something. Yeah, it's eBay Vero. Yeah, and now the problem with that was it was too aggressive at least right. at the time. So if you're reselling something, right, they'd often just have it taken down. You know, so it'd be like I'm reselling. Be like. This all sort of smacks like vaguely of copyright because it feels like a takedown like that is a fake, like a false DMCA takedown. It, it very much was like that yeah. because I, mean, I was selling a lot of stuff because it was a way for me to augment our income because mm-hmm. I was being paid like shit at Memorial. <laughs> so I was buying Newfoundland dog paraphernalia, which was very cheap in Newfoundland, and selling it to... to I had no idea you had this as a side hustle. Oh, yeah, yeah. This was back... This side was, hustle. This was, this was Isabel's, side hustle. This was Isabel's idea. She, we were, <laughs> I was selling um, hockey cards for a while. Okay. Because I had a lot of hockey cards, and there was a hockey card boom. Right. So you could sell mid-level, like a Mike Leute rookie card. Okay. Okay? Was worth 10 bucks. Good pull. Okay? So thank you. <laughs> so if you had a whole bunch of... And I had lots of hockey cards. Right. So if, if you had, like, a bunch of... Things like that, you know, a Gilles Gilbert rookie card, like right. things that aren't yeah. going to be worth a lot of money. Yeah, not Guy Lafleur, not but they, you can get a solid return on yeah. them, right? And I paid nothing for them, or so yes. cl- close yeah. to nothing. So uh, I was selling them, and then uh, I did sell a few of my coins, not not very many. But then uh, we were running out of stuff to sell. Right. <laughs> Isabel went down to this. Uh, what was that place called, Isabel? I can't remember. It was in the Valley Mall, in Cornerbrook. It's like a, one of those red apple centers. Oh, yeah, it was not good stuff. It was no. just above flea market. Yes, <laughs> yeah. And you'd go in, and I'd just take a handful of little, like, tie, lapel pins. Yeah. And, like, so, that, <laughs> so a handful of them would cost me $23, and I would be able to sell some of them for up to 40 and 50 U.S. This oh is back when our, when our dollar was worth 63 cents. I was paying our electricity bill every month on, with Newfoundland dog shit I was buying. We had a, a poster Isabel had when she was working for the Canada Games that had, and we yeah. in the auction description, yeah. it even said it had pinholes in it. It had a picture of a Newfoundland dog and it said, um, I forget what, it was, it was from the Newfoundland tourism thing. We sold it for $100. Oh my. American. Um, yeah, so anyway. Uh, so I remember. I had no idea. Yeah, yeah, so we did that for. Well, up until like 2002. Yeah. A little after John was born. Um, but anyway, <laughs> a lot of people got, because uh, I was sort of on these sort of chat boards about from sellers, and right. people would have their auctions taken down by these overzealous um, rights holders. Because mm-hmm. they'd say, you, you're not an authorized reseller of our Reseller good. of Sony... Except whatever's except yeah. that I fucking own this. I'm yeah. gonna sell it, dude. Yeah, it's yeah. It's always been that used used goods are they're used goods. They're used goods. Yeah, you're not like, a really a reseller as much as you're. It's like being, it's like going to a garage sale and go. You're not yeah. allowed to sell that. Your garage. Yeah, exactly. So you're just. It's like your garage sales on the internet. Yeah. Well, and w- which at the time that's what eBay just, was like. Which is what eBay is kind of founded on, right? Not to be a reseller, although that was. A, that's all it is now, really. Yeah. Right? Exa- exactly. It's a storefront. Yeah, it's a storefront. But at the time, you know, you could. It was a different time. Um, yeah. But yeah. So anyway, uh, that happened a lot. I don't know if they've got the kinks worked out on eBay. I'd hope after fifteen years they would. Um, but then later. Uh, you know, I, I definitely saw stuff. And you see stuff on eBay, too. Where, mm. And frankly, I buy my ink cartridges. I don't buy freaking Epson branded ink. No. What are you, insane? Um, 
or like for the laser printer at work that one in my office buying the cartridge is like $89 yeah, it's, or, the, it's the whole printer yeah yeah. or I could buy the off brand one on Amazon for 18 bucks so I buy that one yeah. and it works fine and to print stuff documents out works that's it does its job you know yeah so I don't know I you're right it does sound a lot like copyright yeah, it's, I mean, they're talking about, like, the the article talks about Alibaba, mm-hmm. which is surprising. Or maybe yeah. it shouldn't be surprising. Maybe because... Maybe they're going to get ahead of it. They're going to get ahead yeah. of it, coming out of a culture where they all, you know, often get accused of not adhering to Western-style copyright and stuff. Yeah. And, like, the article itself said that, like, the fashion world won't deal with Amazon to sell stuff because Amazon doesn't do anything to police this and of yes. course it's you know the fake Dolce and Gabbana sunglasses mm-hmm. or clutches or mm-hmm. like you know stuff that like it's like that mall down in southern Ontario that's like apparently one of the worst yeah malls you know in North America mm-hmm. it's the Pacific Mall or something like that something but it's like in that. like southern Ontario yes. it's not really Pacific and uh, it's all it's all mall. it's all full of that stuff right like it's all like, like glitzy gold lame handbags and stuff that yes, just have that's... a have you know a, a fashion designer name on it, but it's all fake. Yeah, yeah, and and you can you can see the stuff. Um, uh, well, of course, there's counterfeited. Um, in fact, there was a guy that used to work at the university, Jay Field. I don't think you were around when Jay was here. No, I just missed him. Yeah, you were like Jay, uh, and his his PhD in business was on counterfeits. Like that's what his thing was. That's great. Yeah. yeah, and he, like in his thesis, he talked about things like, um, you know, good counterfeits and bad counterfeits and how he had, in his work in the early 2000s, he found out that about half of the stuff, things like video games, like for Xboxes mm-hmm. and, and PS, they probably 2s at the time, yeah. being sold on things like eBay, yeah. half of them were counterfeits. Yeah. But they worked. Yeah, they worked. Yeah, but they were... You know, fake. Yeah. Um, yeah. So he he found that, and he he was convinced that you know half of like my game library was was best. No, even buy, though you had gone out and I would have bought this. You know, I bought it at EB Games. No, no. I'll tell you, Dave. I'm sure they're probably dealing with fake stuff too. Everybody's doing it. We well, gotta make a profit, right? <laughs> That's right. Keep the margins. Down. They're screwed, by the way. <laughs> yeah. 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 They're screwed. Uh, there's no way. I mean, I, don't, I haven't bought. I buy physical games for John because yeah. he likes getting them for. Right. Yeah. But for myself, I just buy downloads now. Yeah. It's, for me, it's been like Steam. Right. Yeah. On the on my uh, gaming PC. Right. Yeah. But yeah, I was thinking about this, and it, of course, the for, you think about counterfeiting, counterfeiting money. Yeah. Obviously. Yeah. Well, you know, Newton himself, as master of the mint, fought counterfeiters with scientific means. What did he do? Uh, I, don't know. I don't know. It, it was beyond me. Okay. But it's a lot about just controlling the quality. Something with math. It's it's about controlling the quality right. of the coinage, calling it back in. Oh, right, because of course they're not clip. using notes back then, exactly. right? Exactly. Imagine going the trouble of faking coins. Yeah, it's pretty great. But like, it's a way to make money. Like literally, it's a way <laughs> it's literally to, to make literally money. a way to make fake money that hopefully other people will you know accept. Yeah, uh, it made me think of copyrights because they're talking about doing these registries in this article, and like yes. a copyright registry was a thing under older copyright legislation, and you still see 
references to the, the copyright offices. Right. I think it's still under the Library of Congress in the States, and there's probably some kind of office somewhere in Canada. But they, when they modernized a lot of copyright legislation, they just said, well, you know, it's kind of pain in the ass. Like, yeah. It's kind of being treated like patents, right? Yes. You've got to register a patent yes. so people can steal your shit. <laughs> so you got to get there first, right? Uh-huh. And, but other other people or people do stuff where they sort of, oops, sorry. That's okay. Oh, it's mentioned by Dave Broadback. <laughs> That's <laughs> it's me. A, it's a <laughs> notification that we're doing something. Yes, exactly. Um, so you used to have to do the registration of the copyright to have a copyright. And that's yes. why you still see people when, like, you know, people who do, you know, self-authoring and Amazon stuff, they'll put some big copyright statement on it. It's yeah. copyright by me in this yeah. year and da-da-da. By me in this year, in the year of our Lord. That's right. And everyone wants to use the copyright symbol. It's like, the Canadian copyright law, as soon as something's instantiated, yeah. it's copyright. Yeah. Now, someone could try and steal it and get in a big fight. To prove, to prove it, but then, it's, be- it's easier if you've got some proof. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It assumes that you're going to have some proof and it all come out in the wash in, in the legal case. But there's not like, oh, you didn't get into the copyright office to register this, so we can't... It's like the government said, we can't manage it by doing it that way. Yeah. When, did, Amazon, that, when, did, when did that end? Because, I mean, I remember that being a thing. Yeah, no, it was a thing for a long time until, I think, things got modernized in the 90s. Oh, okay. Because, I mean, I know... I'd have to check the dates. Right. Because you still see people who are insistent upon that. And there's actually been, like when Google and Microsoft and others were doing the big digitization of the mid-2000s. Yeah, I remember that. um, We might might have done an episode on that back in about 2007. Exactly. And then then they lost a couple of, Google lost a couple of court cases and everyone crapped their pants and stopped doing that and uh, locked it all up in the happy trust. Yeah. But there was a feeling then that because you couldn't, you had all these orphaned works and you couldn't... Mm -hmm. You know, prove stuff because it would be just so much easier if you had a registration office. Yeah. Like, that was the, one of the things, like, oh, maybe we should go back to, you know, the past. Yeah, but the amount of stuff that comes in now, the amount of stuff being created, right? Yeah. It would be just non It would never get done. No, yeah. Nobody would ever get anything done. It, it has funny. to be distributed, and, and like, then what you'd have yeah. is people trying to register stuff they hadn't done, right? Of course. So that they could then steal from other people. Principia and Mathematica, that was me. Um, That's right. Yeah, I had an idea about the calculus. <laughs> yeah. So it wasn't, it was, it definitely wasn't Leibniz, though. Yeah, uh, when, right. when I was, uh, remember when I did my PhD, uh, we were told to put the copyright symbol in yep. here and our name. Yep. Um, but we were never told we had to do anything. No. I did have to sign a form <clears throat> putting it into the National Archives. Yep. Um, actually, signing it over to the Crown. Yes. Which I thought was weird, and at first I didn't want to do it, just because I was not a monarchist. <laughs> but uh, yeah. then I thought, that isn't really a hill to die on, Dr. Broadbeck. Uh, you probably want the thing out there. And then they all kind of gave up on that. Right. Right? Because everyone was going to have their own digital repository. Yes. And then that clunked along for about 10 years, where then no one could get any, like, you know, access anyone else's dissertation or thesis in this 10-year span, because it was hit or miss whether or not the thing was available through the local university's yep. repository. Yep. But it all seems to be more sorted now. But then technology just got better. And of everything course. just matured. Yeah. Right? And really, so people's attitudes too, right, I yeah. think? Yes. And they just how they handle everything and the, the ability to harvest metadata and do like yeah. you know distributed holdings mm-hmm. 
but sort of a common search yeah is before you needed everything to be in library and archives canada right to accomplish that it right to be in the same physical or uh, space or this at least on the same servers yes yeah but i mean i'm thinking back to you know you mentioned newton you mentioned i i think in, in the in coins you would have when paper when, when when coins came out a new issue of Coin will come out. Yep. We talked about this a couple of episodes ago yep. about how that now this this money's worthless and now this money has value or whatever. Um, and how it's funny how like paper money can circulate and, and, and regular money can circulate even when it literally has no value anymore. Right after the, you know, when when the war ends in, when World War II ends, there are still Reichmarks circulating. Mm-hmm. And people are using them to pay for things. Now, they're also usually using cigarettes. It becomes a, a big uh, yeah. uh, currency. But people are still using because that's what they were being paid in. Yep. So that's what they had. Yep. So they end up, you know, this sort of it's stuff that circulates. Eventually, it does get tra- traded in for occupation money. Yep. But yeah, the stuff circulates and for they got a bigger, while. And they had a plan. Like when they, the Allies landed in Normandy, the, the great debate of the, they already had script ready. Mm-hmm. De Gaulle also had script, right? Of course he did, because he had his own system because he was De Gaulle. Well, yeah. Yeah. And basically, and there was a huge argument. Right. And sort of De Gaulle was pig-headed enough to, to win that argument, but they weren't going to... But, yeah, yeah, because they were still... The French government was still issuing francs. Yeah. The Vichy government was still issuing francs, so they had to... Like, had people like John Monet, who, of course, worked on many, mm-hmm. you know, great things afterwards, like the European Union. Yes. Figuring out, okay, how do we bring this new script in, and like, and how do we have it not, you know, like... That's my phone doing it. Sorry. <laughs> oh, no, Doc Pinko replied. Oh. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> how do we not introduce script? How do we not introduce all these goods and have everything turn into a shit show? Yes. Right? So this, this, these, it's these knockoff things that are, but we would accept it. As third-party knockoffs, mm-hmm. if they didn't brand them like they were the real thing. Oh, that's always that's it. Yeah. Now the question is like, how much does that even distort the market? Because people are just like buying stuff that isn't the real thing, and they don't know the difference or yeah. can't tell the difference or don't find out the difference until it's too late. Right. So. No, you see, I mean, you sort of it's kind of <laughs> that Simpsons episode where you know they're trying to buy. Oh, when, when when Bart gets uh, uh, picked up for shoplifting, trying to get a game, and then his mom says, right. "This is the game that all the little boys like," and it's just it's Lee Carvalho's putty challenge <laughs> or something. Remember that? Yeah, yeah. And I mean, see, because a parent maybe doesn't know, right? So someone who doesn't know what they're buying, and this this happened probably happened to you as a kid, or it happened to me as a kid. Like a grandparent buys you something, and they're just about enough out of touch about what kids like yeah. that it's like. I heard you kids liked the video games. It's like, yeah. Yeah, I love video yeah, games. And not then they, these. They pull out the video game. And it's yeah. Like, but not that one. Not that one. one. Uh, yeah. That's a... Uh, yeah, that's the game I would not have chosen. Yeah, it yeah. looks... You, that, it says here, this only works in Somalia. Uh, <laughs> it's region 24 <laughs> cartridge. What is that even? Where here? is that? I think that's below the earth where the chuds live. That's right. <laughs> it's like... Get the... Like Jules Verne level yeah, technology. It's, yeah, it's all steampunk. <laughs> it's just like there's 
there's gauges. That's right. And this a series of lenses have to drop down in front of the screen for you to see it yeah. properly. These big circular on arms. Yeah, that's right. And the whole thing there's a there's a monkey with a little vest just turning a some kind of crank to make the whole thing work. And you said you'd smell coal. It's just awful. How do you make this game work? Well, you prod the monkey. Yeah. Prod the monkey. There's the title. Uh, yeah. Prod so, I mean, things like that. There's things like I was thinking about. Frankly, um, altered carbon is a great example. Yes. Are you a fake? Are you a fake? And that's what's, that's and of course and that's real. the story. That's part of that whole series. If I'm not mistaken, right? Yeah. And it, in in a certain level, does it even matter? Like uh, we were saying before, we were talking about mm-hmm. it. It's like if I could have a body that was basically human, but it was indestructible, and I could live for three hundred years before I'd trade it in. Like, yeah. is that body like a real human body, or does it matter? That's right, and that there's a, there's the, and then they're selling those bodies like there are knockoffs. Like what's real? Like what's real? Yeah. You know whatever tech you're trying to buy for your sleeve versus yeah, you're getting it you know on the sly from some guy. You know, on the street, right? Yeah. Like the guy who's selling the, the guns. Yeah. From and he's got the the little kids candy cart or whatever, and he takes him in the back, and he's got like the name brand weapons. Now, in fact, they are name brand weapons, yeah. but you know, they could be just crap. So you're, I mean, you're transferring, and this 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 sort of fits in with the whole the mind body problem, right? Because yeah. I mean, people get really worked up about the mind and the body being separate things mm-hmm. yet you ask any psychologist yeah. and they'll, they'll, they'll look at you like you're an idiot it's like no it's, it feels like your mind's different it's, there's no body but it's really not it's just it's, it's, a, it's a, an epiphenomenon yeah. of your neural nervous system it's just it's part of your body but if you could so what you're getting in that case is you're getting a body transplant right, right. Um, yeah in the series the consciousness is the Mm-hmm. And it can be stored, mm-hmm. and it can be duplicated. Mm-hmm. So you get Dimmy the twin, right? Who purposely breaks the law. You're not allowed to be multiple sleeved, right? It's against the law. It's a it's a the penalty for it is death. Okay, like real death. Okay. So Dimmy the twin and the hitman keeps separate versions of himself going for decades, right? And he does this more than once yeah. and it makes them psychotic well I would think yeah because the just but well, the question is if they've been separated for a while like which one's the real Demi right at this and this, point have you seen Counterpart no okay so the premise of Counterpart is it's pretty good sci-fi mm-hmm. uh, and it's also a good spy story so it's nice. great the premise is in about 1970 somehow the, the world splits universe splits into two parallel universes right and they meet at this one place in Berlin. I don't know why it's Berlin. But now we've seen this separation between the two universes. And there's the prime universe and then the regular universe. And as the years have gone by, I guess it's sort of more like the 80s or something right. like that. That eventually now they're completely different. And right. things have happened in one universe and haven't happened in another. Right. <clears throat> and it's with, um, uh, what the hell's his name? From um, Oz and from... Uh, Oh, I know what you mean. Uh, it's um, he was in um, Drumline. Uh, um, the the music one yeah, movie. Uh, J.K. Simmons. That's right. Uh, yeah. Uh, um, what's his name from uh, Portal? Right. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And uh, he 
the two universes have contact with each other. Most people don't know that there's con- that the other universe exists. Right. So Prime Universe thinks that's regular, and our universe doesn't know that that, that other universe is there. It's really pretty cool, because the idea then they're splitting apart, and you don't know which is which. Right. And you don't, and the, it's like, well, over here you're an asshole. Right. Like J.K. Simmons in one world is a really intense jerk and in the other world he's this really nice mild mannered meek guy right and there's versions of you in both places mm-hmm. but after 40 years which one's the real one and you know so it's very cool it's nice. on crave you should check it out I will it was really good we um well that brings us back to the mirror universe too right right of course right they, I mean we we call it we in the prime universe that's right Star Trek is going to be real <laughs> yes uh is our future Yes. We call them the mirror universe. Mm-hmm. But, you know, they I'm call, sure they call us assholes. The loser universe. Yeah. You know, where, where we're just wimps. That's right. Yeah. They know how to take stuff. That's right. Well, there's that part in um, Enterprise in Through the Mirror Darkly, I yeah. think it might have been part two, where they're looking through the records on the Defiant and reading about Jonathan Archer. Mm-hmm. And like he's... Uh, Hoshi is, is saying... Um, Look at this about you. You're like this and this and this. And he's like, stop reading that. It's not this, really this, this man was a, he's a, he's weak and all this stuff. Right. And it's actually pretty great. Um, did they ever encounter like hustlers and I'm trying to remember and knockoffs in Babylon five because they had a marketplace. Yeah. I don't, I don't, I mean, there was stuff. One of the things I really, I remember is, was more the, uh, they had, epi- there was one episode where they were trying to, make extra money and they did that by selling action figures of themselves <laughs> like they were supposed right. to yeah but they didn't like it and well uh, the commander of Onova didn't like it and she actually makes a disparaging anti-Star Trek remark saying this isn't some deep space franchise which I thought was pretty good um, right. but yeah they're, they're selling like um, they have like bobbleheads and like all kinds of really pretty great things I can't remember there being been a while since I watched the series, though. But the whole idea there was oftentimes things like the Norn religion said that you know you had to watch the sun rise over this certain mountain on this certain day, and if you don't, you're gonna have a bad year. Right. And you had to do it at a certain time. Mm. And I remember that Jakar was really upset one day because he was like, I I I missed the whole thing. And then they said, Oh, don't worry, with the time difference. It's all fine. It turned out they were correct. Um, but it was that kind of thing where, you know, there was no way he could actually watch it because he wasn't, he couldn't even yeah. look at it, right? Yeah. And he wouldn't know where it was. And because the way that gravity works on Babylon 5 and it was spinning, it's not like artificial gravity, you're always in a different place anyway. And you wouldn't right. even, he wouldn't even know where his home world was moment to moment, right? So he couldn't even be looking in the right direction. Mm. So, I mean, that, they did deal with that, which was, uh, I guess, in a way, that kind of thing. The sort of you know verisimilitude of something, right? Mm-hmm. Like, is some or is this the genuine article? Like, well, there's a good example. It's, it's a little bit different. In if you read the book World War Z, World World War Z, mm-hmm. one of the interviews a guy does is with like this because that book isn't like the movie, right? The book right. is a series of survivor stories, right? And one of them, he's telling this guy who's holed up in Antarctica. Mm-hmm. Because he sold the entire world uh, an inoculation against 
the, the zombie virus, mm-hmm. which didn't actually do anything. I mean, it was called like phalanx or something. Okay. And uh, yeah, so of course, for the first year that the virus is taking over the planet, people are injecting phalanx into their kids, thinking that they're <laughs> protecting themselves. Right. And like when the guy interviews this guy who's holed up in Antarctica because everyone on the planet wants to kill him, he's like, you know, why did you do this? Yeah. He's like, well, well, there was nothing that worked anyways, and at least this stopped the panic. Right. And of course, I made a lot of money. Yeah. Right. <laughs> but it was like, you know, a fake, it was a, a fake vaccine. Right. Right. It did nothing. Right. Yeah. Except cause autism. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. The I mean, I've always thought about the food synthesizers slash replicators right on Star Trek. I mean, because, yeah, because that's yeah. I mean, that's fake. Yeah, right. Except that it isn't. It isn't. And this right. is the, if you've got an actual, if the machine has the blueprints for it and can create it down to the molecular level, then it, it's the same thing. Yeah, I mean, yeah. this is something. Um, it's Unless different. for licensing reasons, are not allowed to put the logo on it, right? That's right. It's a it's you a, can copy this, it's like, but it can't say Apple on it's, it. It's a it's a quarter pound door. <laughs> you know, that might be even better for a title, quarter pound door. Uh, but yeah, so I mean, I, I think that because in enterprise they talk about protein resequencing, like yeah. some things, like really simple things they yeah. could do, but like complicated things, like a steak they could make, but right. they could make like a potato, right? Um, Whereas, uh, you know, it always bothered me in Next Generation. Uh, again, we talked before about how ridiculous yeah, Cisco's father owning a restaurant was. Yeah. Because um, if you can literally make the stuff, you don't need that other... You don't need yeah. that. If you can just say jambalaya, yeah. it makes jambalaya. It makes the world's greatest jambalaya <laughs> yeah. every time. Yeah. yeah, jambalaya. So, I mean, you know... And it's funny, I remember uh, Anthony, Marco, once they said to me, you know, the thing is when you eat those nachos at the ballpark and they have that kind of sharpness to them and yeah. you know that that's not from the cheddar aging. Yeah. And I said to him, yeah, but if it's the same chemical, who cares? Yeah. And that's always, that's sort of, it doesn't really matter, it's right? It's value add, really. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> that some, that has been made in the same thing yeah. day in, day out. By the same sweaty guy. Well, it's in like the is, ball is, is it in, is it in Mr. Roberts that um, they're they're I can't read the thing fast enough to do this, but they're they're making scotch because the guy said he was going to bring his date scotch and Jack Jack Lemon's making him scotch or they're making scotch for Jack Lemon and it's Henry Fonda and I forget who it is, but it's not scotch. Right. Obviously, no, no. all they have is they got rubbing alcohol. Yeah, and they drop um, uh, they put some iodine in it to oh. make it. Uh, to make it kind of peaty, right? Uh, they put a little, <clears throat> a little coal tar in it, like hair tonic stuff, yeah. and, and some coke for coloring. And they drink it and go, you know, that's really bad. Because <laughs> of course they haven't had a bottle of scotch in ages, right? Because well, it's the war. Scotch and whiskey. Yeah, yeah. It's close enough. Yeah, right? it's but you can't call it scotch. That's right. Well, of course, there's that there's that distillery in um, Cape Breton. That's basically making single malt scotch, but they can't call it scotch. Yeah. But they're not making <clears throat> they're not making Canadian whiskey. They are making basically scotch. Yeah. Right. And this is what happens. You know, you can't call. Can you call it a single malt whiskey though? You could. Yeah. yeah. You could because it's a single malt and it's a whiskey. That's right. But it's not a scotch. Right. Even though it's using exactly the same methods and. Yeah. 
all that kind of stuff. I mean, similar types of peat. Yeah, I yeah. mean, it, it's Cape Breton basically is Scotland. Yeah, right. It's like a little mini Scotland. Yeah, but uh, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I, I, it's funny how we get kind of attached to these. Well, I mean, these things are also marketed to us, right? Well, there's that, and I, that's and that's also why the fake market works because people want the expensive <coughs> thing. That's right. Yeah, but not at that price. Oh, exactly. Like I don't. Uh, well. I'm past doing that. But I, yeah, I know. <laughs> but, but there's two. Well, I, I would. I wouldn't want to spend. Like, if I wanted a pair of eight hundred dollars shoes, I'm not going to spend eight hundred dollars on them. No. Right. No. Um, I'm going to wait for them to be on sale for four hundred and fifty nine dollars. That's right. Yeah. Will you Keo? Uh, <laughs> that's that's a that's a joke that very few people are going to get, and probably that's no right. one who listens to you is going to get this. But it was for us. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so I guess. I mean. I mean, I would buy. Like a two hundred and fifty dollar pair of boots. Yes. But it would depend on the brand, no, I and it would you. have to I be the actual thing I because the, having the actual thing is the only way of knowing that you're gonna get what you're paying for. Because yeah. you know you've tried them out before and you know they feel good and they know you're gonna last for a long right. time. Yeah, yeah, it's a quality thing you're buying, right? Yeah, and it's, it's you can verify it. Yeah, like yeah. you you know that if you go out and buy a pair of X shoes or boots or yeah. whatever, that they will last some time. Yeah, you know, uh, it's not like. Uh, and then for as long as that company continues to manufacture them up to a certain standard, like. like oh that, sure. And that yeah. yeah, and that that. The ability to verify that just you know depends on the company continuing to to maintain. And this is why you know, silversmiths would have their own mark. Yeah. Right. Yeah. This is why uh, people would sign paintings. Yes. Right, right Isabel. What? You sign your painting so we know it's an, an original Michaud. Uh, I, I don't always, but yes. Oh, jeez. There's the. Did you see that article about that small gallery in the south of France, and yeah. they were doing a a show on this lesser known guy. Mousseau or something. Yeah, and he was like, like a sort of lesser known impressionist. Or Gauguin or something like yeah. that, like, and they had the the town had gussied up the the their art gallery to make an attraction. They put extra money into this. And oh, this is gonna be sad. Yeah, and <laughs> then they had like an like an art expert come to help curate the show, and he's like, like half of these are fake. It was more than that. It was it's more like than that. Seventy five percent. And they're they were signed. Right. <clears throat> But they also had buildings in them that didn't exist when he was alive. Right. Like, this spot? one has an airplane. There's an F-14 in this one. Yeah. Uh, so This yeah. one's painted at Euro Disney, it says. Wait. Like, like the whole community had been behind this effort. Aww. Like they actually, if we should link to them because people should just go there to give them moral support because they got royally hosed and everything they were doing was based on the fact that they had picked a guy, mm. I think he's probably from that area or something, and they just, they could kind of corner the market on this artist, right? Right. And they were all going to benefit, it was for the town, and it, like, it was very civic-minded, and, it, like, they rolled and they came up sneak eyes. Oh, that's so sad. Like, it was just It's just so brutal. sad. But again, like, you know. Yeah. The whole, that's a, that's a definite example where buying fakes, then, like, no, even though they're, 
they're so good that they fool people for so long. Yeah. No one wants to come and see that. No. Like even discounting, you know, not including the ones that have, you know, jet fighters in them or whatever. <laughs> That's right. Or, you know, brand new skyscrapers. Yeah. But the ones that sort of look like the they're from the right open change post posters in the background. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. The ones that do look like they're from the right period. Yeah. yeah. No one will want to see those. Yeah. You know. Because Except there's maybe people that are into the curiosity of, hey, want, want to go see some fake paintings? You want to see about 30 or 40 fake paintings? Oh. For a lesser known impression. <laughs> In a small town you've never heard of? <laughs> I feel so bad for Why, that. yes. Yes, I would. That sounds like a great idea. Oh, man. Oh. Those poor people. And they spent all their money. They spent a lot of money. Yeah. Because it was like, it looked like a great thing to do sure because you you'd never be big enough to have big expensive pieces no like of the top level guys but it was like your it was like your hockey card strategy you'd get the guys yeah, the would, Michael you'd, rookie card yeah you'd get the 20 bucks for them or whatever yeah you know I think tr- Trump has fake Renoir oh, Trump has fake everything <laughs> yeah do you look at his hair Look at his skin, like it just. It's, and but the thing with him is, it doesn't matter. He'll just continue to say it's real, even though like fifteen experts could be like screaming at him, like. Look, you he know. keeps talking about the failing New York Times, which the number of subscribers it has is going up and up and up and up. Yeah, well, then he'll claim that he's good for the New York Times. Like, he's got it. <laughs> he can do this in either direction. Oh, I know. So he's always a winner. He's always winning. Yeah. It's like that period that Charlie Sheen had for a while where he was always winning. It's just like that. It's, it's like Charlie Sheen. You know what? I'd, got, I'd be more confident Char- if Charlie Sheen was the President of the United States right now. Because I think he's not... Well, he would be very open confident. about his porn star girlfriends, first of all. <laughs> That's right. Is this um, Etienne Terrus? Etienne Terrus? Yeah. How do you spell it? Half, half of its collection is fake. You were right. It's half. Well, tell wow. us that's a French for fake, right? What town was that? In Elm. E-L-N-E. Elm. Okay. I'll mention Elm in the show notes. 80, 82 of 140 oh, those poor folks. That's a little so more than half. More than yeah, half. it's about 60%. Yeah. yeah. Jeez, those poor people. But in the future... Yeah. Even now, probably. You can have some kind of machine spit these things out. Oh, yeah. Right? Because you can get geekly prints and they're all, like, you know. Yeah. Like, for all the difference. I mean, like, it's the the claim to having the thing versus, I can have something that's like 99% like this and no one gives a rat's ass. No, that's right. That's right. We should probably wrap up. I, I should mention that I told someone I would mention the Warlock in Spite of Himself's series of books. So I just did. The Warlock in Spite of Himself. Yeah, I, I'm just, I said I'd mention it. I have now fulfilled my contractual obligation. Uh, <laughs> you better not be getting kickbacks on that. No, no, this is my Russian friend. He's just, uh, it's, Rus- it's Russian collusion. There's, there's no, no collusion. No collusion. I'll have to show you the picture he sent me of a, a, a thing he found of, Barbie and Ken in the Soviet Union. It's just the funniest thing. Oh, good. I love Barbie and Ken jokes. That's one of my favorite things. <laughs> no, it's not you. <laughs> I know it's not me. <laughs> I'm the real Ken. <laughs> the doll is a fake. <laughs> fake Ken. There you go. Also good. You can find uh, me on Twitter at DBroadbeckNU. At Ken Hernandez.
Brendan. And uh, if you can come to the podcast around, July 6th and 7th, come.